0: Welcome to a Normie podcast from Continuing Education Training on Tuesday nights.
1: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to CE Training, March 31st, 2020. Glad to see you all in the room. We have a lot of people in the room tonight, uh, especially from our impact segment that we had going on here earlier. Uh, I think a few of our folks may have been getting spoiled and watching on Facebook and Twitch and our TV channel. And uh, obviously, we're not broadcasting there tonight. We're keeping this in-house. So I'm glad to see everybody here in the room and to see our admin folks. So uh, let's go with a quick hello from Tim, if you would. Good evening, everybody, from our new
0: offices in Conway, Arkansas. We didn't move out of town, but we moved across town, and uh, it's been hectic, but we're loving the new space. We've got a lot more room, and uh, it's going to benefit all of us.
1: Thank you, Tim. Roger, quick Hello.
2: Good evening, everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight. A lot going on in general. Um, kudos to Tim and team for uh, an unbelievable move, and they never stopped working. <laughs> Thank you. It was You guys did a wonderful
1: job. You know, after all these years of me talking about the 36-hour day and Doug saying it's the 32-hour day, he's going to have to expand it. He actually did. <laughs> he went through the full 36 hours. So, <laughs> Doug, over to you. Uh,
3: Hey guys, welcome. Thank you for coming into the classroom tonight. So uh, yeah, it's been a busy few days. I think we started on Thursday and we're in and most of it's set up. They're already running production on these new units, getting those out. Uh, We've got a lot of stuff to do yet, but uh, it's been a remarkable move with a lot of help and we really appreciate that. But I'm actually in Conway too. We uh, were able to have enough space to set aside a little area where we have a a studio, that's where I am right now, doing some uh, uh, tonight's training on a new product that we have, and this is a place that we're going to be able to do some new training here in this location, so excited about it, it's kind of cool to be here, and a uh, lot lot of new things happening, so thanks for taking the time to be here.
1: The new employees that we have working, are they still chained up behind the curtain? <laughs> or, or are they they for dinner? We let them, we cut them
3: loose tonight so we could have some quietness in here tonight. Ah, uh, okay. It, it,
0: it's been amazing that none of them have run off screaming across the parking lot yet. They've they've really they've really held up to the
1: test. <laughs> they really have. Well, you know, I, I've been kind of watching from afar, being <clears throat> excuse me in New Jersey, <clears throat> and just listening to what's going on, and plus meetings that we have going on, seeing the changes. Absolutely amazing what's happened in the last day or two.
3: You know, it's kind of funny, Lance, we've always talked about how we we try to move pretty quickly with what we do, and I think people probably feel that. Uh, I just feel like we ramped it up the last week, and we're probably at double speed right now, so.
2: I know Tim will say it later, but to those of you who've been calling, thank you for the patience. I've fielded a lot of those calls, (laughs) and I can't answer your questions, and it's been difficult. But uh, we have a pretty good system. Tim and his folks have been very responsive and uh, we'll keep, you know, to the extent that we have to keep doing that, we will. But I don't think we will uh, need too much longer. You'll be able to get the right folks.
1: Absolutely. Tim, the question I have for you is if you happen to know if the uh, mail carrier is still standing out in front of the other store going, (laughs) <laughs> where'd they go? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I I did stop by the post office because we were right next door to the post office. So I stopped by there uh, on uh, Monday and told them we were moving. So I put a hold mail on it. So uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's worked out.
1: And for those of you that haven't noticed a uh, change, we tried to keep it as seamless as possible. So still calling our numbers gets to the right people and everything kind of just kind of moves along like it was so hopefully you won't notice any real interruptions in any service or anything that we offer including our training and um, all of the stuff from best living systems best training school it's all there it's all functioning if you have any questions just reach out to us all right uh with that doug do you want to start off with any kind of announcement Well,
3: I have the email that I sent out, and at some point I think that's where I would like to start, but um, just as a tease uh, with stuff that's happening is uh, we've actually booked our first on-site class in Florida. You know, we canceled all of our on-site classes because of what's going on there, and we booked our first one today for June 1st through the 5th. Now, obviously, it's tentative. Uh, We've we've so forth, uh, so-called penciled it in, but um, we've got it scheduled uh, first through the fifth in Fort Lauderdale for the WRT, the IIICR. I'll get it straight in a minute. IICRC WRT Pro Class five-day class, and that's a dual certification with the uh, IICRC WRT the first three days and CMR the second two days, uh, Thursday and Friday, with the state exam. So it's a dual certification class with the Florida, Louisiana, District of Columbia uh, Remediation Licensing uh, Exam. And that's a five-day class gonna be held in Fort Lauderdale. The exciting thing about that, Lance, uh, of course, is that Roger is going to be helping us with actually simulcasting it through a live webinar format. So that's what we have. Yeah, Roger, hello. So uh, you'll really get excited about this, Roger. So we have that set for the first through the fifth. The following week we're scheduled to be in Treasure Island for our continuing education training uh, seminar where we're gonna have six different classes in two classrooms for the entire week. And then the 9th through the 13th of July, we have another IICRC WRT Pro class scheduled. So the on-site classes are scheduled. They're, they're penciled in. But uh, as long as we're able to, to go ahead and do that, we're hoping that all of those classes will be offered in both formats. You can come to it on-site or you can take it online through our simulcast webinar. I think that's a pretty cool deal.
1: Absolutely it is. And uh, like I don't know if you heard me but I said I don't think Roger got the memo on that so <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. You did well
2: because the last day you mentioned is the day before my wife's birthday so
3: Oh, sounds there like you a, go. Okay. Like well, I'm sure she'll be happy for you to pack your bags. <laughs> <laughs> she always is, Doug. <laughs> you and well, I need you and I need to talk. We got a lot in common. <laughs>
1: What I can tell you is uh, we did a lot of testing today in between some of the meetings and other things that we had going on, and uh, we actually brought up two special uh, streaming servers in different parts of the country for these live uh, classes that we're going to be doing and uh, And you just froze. (laughs) Yeah, you are
2: the frozen man. And I think he was just probably gonna talk about how well it went.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Technically a a little bit, but we're not on that platform. Technically, we're good. Am I back now? (laughs) Yeah, you're back. Yeah. Yeah. We have we we issues in this area today, so uh, nothing surprises me. At one point Lance and I were
2: trying to figure out how many thousands of miles a signal was going from my office out and then back to my office. And it was a lot of miles.
1: Amazing. Yeah, I mean, just just to give you an idea that we were broadcasting live from his office through a server in Ohio and another one that we did in Virginia. We did these testings twice. From there, it went to my computer. My computer then rebroadcasted out to Roger's computer, where he was watching live in high definition just like this. And it was about a four-second delay from what he was actually doing to what he was watching. Wow. 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 So, yeah, it was pretty impressive. So, that's part of the platform we're going to be using.
3: Yeah. And so, uh, I see a question in the room from Jody about the cost of the class in June. The cost of those classes will be determined probably in the next three or four weeks once they're posted. Um, and uh, we're not altogether sure what those costs are going to be, uh, but they'll be posted at events.normy.org. Events.normy.org, right over the top of Roger's head there events.normy.org and uh, that's where you can find all of our classes and you can find the ISCRC WRT and click right through to the pro class and then right through to the uh, best training school registration pages where all that information is there
1: absolutely and you know I don't know if you've noticed but uh, the atmosphere is a little bit lighter tonight and you know what it's needed there's just so much doom and gloom on everything that you try to watch on television If you're listening to any kind of radio, even satellite radio, it's all they're talking about. So, you know, lightening it up a little bit. We're not making fun of it. We're not making light of it. But you know what? You still have to exist and move forward. And trying to learn in a pleasant atmosphere is a lot better than when everybody's nervous and really overly concerned. So that's kind of where we're at. Uh, Tim, I'd like to just for a minute go over to you. And you don't even have to say anything. I think I'm just picking on you to say, if you want to just take a breath. There you go. Yeah. You know, um, we moved to a much larger space. You guys did an amazing job in two, two and a half days and truckloads and truckloads of stuff um, moving over there and getting everything up and running. Um, kind of, how, how's your feeling about being there?
0: Uh, it's, it's really good. It's, uh, I was just telling Doug, Doug and I were just talking about this right before we came on. The difference in the size of this space and the old space is just amazing. In fact, I finished up the old space this afternoon. I mean, completely, I mean, it's ready for a uh, uh, realtor to show it if they wanted to show it. It's cleaned up, cleaned out, everything's out. And and I was standing in that space going, this is tiny. And that was with everything gone, uh, you know, compared to this space with everything in it. Uh, so really, it's, 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 the, the difference is amazing. It gives us so much more capability for production, which is going to help us. With inventory control, it's going to help uh, all, all of you out there because it, it's going to help us, you know, once we get past all this mess of, of everything being out of stock everywhere, it's going to help us help, uh, be able to serve you a lot better and a lot faster. Um, so I love that's going to be in-house and I think it's going to run a lot smoother, but I really do feel a lot better about this space and, and where we're headed um, just because of the things that it's going to mean that we're going to be able to do that we couldn't do in the past.
1: Well, absolutely. That was the goal. And that was one of the reasons for the move that we just needed the space. We needed the capabilities and uh, it seemed like it was the time to do it. So I know we've been looking for quite some time.
3: You know, Lance, one of the things that uh, this might be a really good place for us to talk about how this is going to significantly change what we do, because we've taken all of the production in now, Uh, for our our units in terms of the assembly and labeling and those sorts of things. One of the big changes that maybe Tim could talk about that we're going to be doing with our new batch of of, uh, product coming in are replaceable filters. And we kind of hinted at that, but uh, we've not been able to do that because the machinery that we where the vendor that we were using couldn't produce what we needed to have in terms of the size of the filters, and so now we're actually going to do that in-house and cut those filters ourselves, which obviously makes it a lot faster. And so I wonder if you could talk about that for a second, Tim, and what the advantages are going to be to our members for this, I think, added value. We've had a lot of complaints, uh, especially from people who are chemically sensitive, about electrostatic filters on our BLS-12K and MCI-22Ks that have to be cleaned. And if you know anything about filters, they're never really cleaned.
0: That is true. Uh, Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have have, uh, in the past preferred the replaceable filters. Some will order them. A lot of people get those through the uh, uh, warranty program uh, and and really like that. And so what we're going to do now is we're just going to provide from the new units, once kind of once the back orders clear out, some of the stuff that we have in-house right now is still gonna go out with the electrostatic filters, but, but very soon after that, we're gonna start putting in replaceable filters with the new units. And that does a couple of things. One is uh, it allows the customer uh, to have a throwaway filter. So when it comes time to change the filter, they pull it out, throw it away, put a new one in. But the thing that really gives an advantage to you is now this is repeat business for you because they're gonna to need to come back to you uh, to buy those replaceable filters. And so it's a way for you to have contact, continuing contact with your customers so that not only are you are gonna get continuing business from the replacement filters, but then you can start talking about what are some other things that you have that you can help uh, with their indoor air quality needs. So it really does uh, provide an advantage for you uh, in, in that it gives you that continuing contact with those customers. Tim, would
3: they be able to, I'm just imagining how to market this, would they be, they be able to, when they sold an air purifier to a client, give the client a, a business card that had maybe the 90dayfilter.com slash their number uh, website and their affiliate URL website so that then if the customers did want to replace filters, they could buy them directly from Best Living Systems, but they would get the affiliate commission.
0: They would do that through the yeah, through the affiliate commission they, the website they could. The ninety dayfilter.com, we don't sell those replacement filters on there. We might look into being able to do that, but right now that's really simply the the filters for the uh, HEAC system. But yes, the best living systems retail website, we sell those replacement filters. So you could send them there through your affiliate link and they would get the the distributor would get the commission on that anything they purchased through that link.
3: Well, I was broadening their view of that. That's why I suggested ninety-day uh, filters.com. I know that they don't sell, we don't sell the replacement filters on there, right. but it would be an opportunity for you to print on a business card, right? Filters. Here's where you get your filters. And if you want one inch filters, you go to this website. You want replacement filters, you go to this one. In both cases, they're filters and they're filters that uh, they're going to need and want and want to replace. And they get commissions paid on both of them.
0: Absolutely. And, and Dan asked in the yeah. chat area, are these filters good for use in the old units or the existing units? And absolutely. These are the filters that we have been giving out for years. I say giving out that are part of the warranty packet. When somebody buys an extended warranty, they get these replacement filters. Uh, so it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's exactly what's designed for that unit. We've been using them in those units for years.
1: I'll tell you what, uh, a little while ago, I was reading an article uh, where they were talking about the state of shopping from this point and going forward, what's going to happen in the markets or what's being predicted anyways. And as much as the online shopping has exploded over the last few years, uh, they say it's nothing compared to where we're going from here. People have become so accustomed to it and just ordering stuff and getting their replacement stuff without having to go to a store. And a lot of stores are disappearing. So, you know, it's really becoming a way of life. So if you have your customers going to a site where you're getting commission and not even know they're going there and a check shows up, I mean that that's beyond a win, you know, and that's what customers and people are doing now. I mean, I find myself doing that shopping online. Um, It's just the way of life and what's happened in the way the way I think the market's going to go. So anything you can do to take advantage of that, I think is something that if you're doing it now and getting ahead of the curve, getting your customers accustomed to it. I mean, that's a win all the way around for you. Yeah. So let me, let me respond to
3: Larry's, uh, uh, chat here, which he's exactly right. He says, I've been vacuuming them off rather than washing them for almost 10 years. Uh, And Larry, I do exactly the same thing with mine. I don't have replacement filters in my, um, my units either, my standalone units, but that's what we're not talking about how we use them. We're talking about how we can create a business around replacement filters. That That's what we're talking about. And you can create a service a relationship unless you wanna go clean it for them. We're talking about this is a, a, a opportunity for you to create uh, something we always hear about, but nobody takes advantage of for some reason, residual income, you know? <laughs> I mean, as long as they have that unit, and they're buying filters, and you're getting a commission, I think I would rather spend my time telling them the value of that than showing them how to clean it. But that's just me.
0: And Lance, you talk about the increase in uh, online shopping, and with all these stay-at-home orders that are out right now, I mean, people who have not been used to shopping online are now going to start shopping online, because that's, that's the safe way to do it right now. Uh, so it's it's even exploding even bigger than what they would have expected because of, because of what's going on currently.
1: There's uh, grocery stores by me, and I'm sure it's similar throughout the country, <clears throat> where you can go online, order your groceries, and then they will deliver them to you. Uh, it used to be where you would go online, order stuff. You could possibly get it the same day or the next day. Now their calendar runs out four to six weeks. And mm-hmm. sometimes you can't even at the six week mark book anything they are completely sold out and people just order in advance now the same kind of thing well let's see i'm going to need bread in two weeks i'll order it now it'll show (laughs) up two weeks from now and that's really what's happened you go online there's nothing available for delivery until they can ramp up to do more another great reason to live in the south (laughs) (laughs) yeah well (laughs) i know I just look forward for those days when you're all complaining about how hot and humid it is. I'm going, oh, it's a balmy 75 here and sunny. You know? oh, we also have air conditioning down here, and it's cheap to run. Yeah, not cheap. up here. Yeah. <laughs> Point two. Anyways, I'm done being picked on. I'm going to turn it over to you, Doug, so you can go and chat away about things you want to talk about.
3: Thank you. I appreciate that. Let me share my screen. Give me just a second. I always forget to push share. Boom. Okay, there we are. Hopefully, you can see this is the email that I sent out this week. Hopefully, you got that. Um, But uh, this is, uh, I want to talk about each of these if I can. And then uh, anybody else wants to come in here and chat about this, Lance or Tim or or Roger, feel free to do that. But we've been dealing with what to do, what can we do that would be able to create air purification where we weren't so dependent on some of our other vendors. And um, uh, just as an example, you know that the silent ceiling unit that we've been selling for some time and been very successful with that, um, we actually make that ourselves. It's a a Hampton Bay uh, 0.5 sewn exhaust, bathroom exhaust, it's incredibly quiet and um, it has a DBI cell in it, that's all it has in it, and you put it in the ceiling, you run it over a few feet, drop it out of the ceiling into the room, and you're constantly circulating purified air. That's something that we do ourselves. You know that we're manufacturing ourselves the PRV24K, which is a a triangular eight by eight by 10 Y that's used in the HVAC industry. We put casters on it, we put handles on it, we cut a hole in the top of it and put in a um, a probe and it becomes a PRV 24K. So we manufacture that ourselves. Well, now that we have a production department in our new uh, location where we can do some of these things and and with the current stress that is on the the market with air purifiers that we're used to buying, we thought how creative can we be about getting units out that that take advantage of this uh, uh, multi-cluster ionization technology, which the DBI cell produces, it's just um, it, it just enhances the P- PCO technology. How can we do that since it's a non-ozone producing unit, in, in other words, a little bit of ozone but not much, how can we do that? So we put together this unit, you see on screen, it's called a comfort zone. You can see the little blue light here in the upper uh, left-hand corner. And what we were able to do was to take this apart and solder in our socket and run the fan with, uh, with the DBI technology. So let me show you uh, how this works. This says new air purifier under development. We're going to beta test it before we make it available in production. Are you interested? Hopefully you are and hopefully you're here for that reason. And I'll tell you why that uh, how that's gonna work in just a minute. Come see what we plan and see if you can be one of the 10 s- uh, selected clients Uh, to do this one week uh, test. We already have two out, so we only have eight left. But let me stop this share, and I'm gonna change my video for just a second so you can see what I'm talking about. Oh, and this is the unit. This is the unit right here. Hopefully you can see. Yeah, you can see. So this is the unit. It's very small. It's very light. It's about 9 by 9 by 9. So it's a little fan. You can see in the back of it, it has the DBI cell. It's very quiet. It has three speeds on it. That's off. And then it has three speeds. And when you turn it on, obviously it turns on the DBI cell. It becomes a little air purifier. Well, the interesting thing about this, at the low speed, we've been running this in this Office, we've got about 2,100 square feet, and it's been working just great in terms of actually getting rid of a lot of the odors that you normally deal with in um, uh, these kinds of uh, environments. All right, so let me change my screen. Give me just a second. All this technology, it's a wonderful thing.
2: Doug, I think you said 9 by 9 by 9. I'm sorry. It's 9 by 9 by
3: 4 or 5. 9 by 9 by 5. Thank you. Yeah, it's only 5 inches deep. But it is, the reason we picked this was it was deep enough that we could actually get um, a uh, cell in it. Because oftentimes it's uh, these are too thin and you can't get something in there. So that's why we chose this. But uh, it's a really, really neat little unit. Um, so... Let me tell you how this is gonna work. I can't see any questions, maybe I should ask. Roger, are there any questions in the room I need to answer before I talk about this beta test?
1: Uh, let me check, there's a bunch of stuff in the Q&A. Uh, what's a square foot coverage of a unit like Well,
3: yes, Yeah, it's a DVI cell, we think it'll easily handle 1,500 square feet, nine, 900 to 1,500 depending on the load. So uh, I know I have one, uh, I had the uh, silent ceiling in my office, which is 900 square feet at the house and it did it really quickly, uh, no problem. So I think in that range, 900 to 1500 is what we're thinking. And a lot of that, of course, you understand deals with load, ceiling height, uh, airflow, all of those kinds of issues. But it, it's more than a one room unit, which I
1: think is important.
2: Huh. They're asking uh, about price, Doug. I don't think we've... Go ahead, Lance. Is
1: yeah, another the question there. Someone was asking about distributor price.
3: Yes. Yeah, so let me tell you how this works. And then uh, the people who do the beta test, if you choose to do this, I'm going to explain how this works in just a second. But if you choose to do this, one of the things we're going to ask you is what do you think it's worth? And I think once you have it in your hand and you use it and try it, since you understand the technology, you'll know exactly how you can sell it. So um, as I understand it right now, uh, we sell to distributors, the DBI sell with the socket. The DBIO cell with the socket, we sell for $168. This little fan is about 19 bucks, 18 or 19 bucks. Uh, So if you add shipping to that, you're under $200 at cost, and then you've got some labor involved, if if you did that yourself. So what we're looking at is trying to decide what this is is worth uh, at distributor level, um, and then let you set your own uh, MRSP or MSRP, Manufacturer's Suggested Retail Price. Uh, but I'm just telling you that if you bought the parts and put it together yourself, it'd be $168 for the cell and the socket, and then you'd buy the fan for about, I think, 18 or $19, something like that. Any other questions there? And then I'll talk about the beta test.
1: Um, that's all I see there. I'm just looking to see... Uh... Is it as quiet as
3: the 22K? No. No, it's not quite as quiet as the 22K. That 22K, they really perfected that fan. It's a much smaller fan. Remember, it's not as big as this, It's a, and it doesn't move as much air. So it's a much smaller fan, and they really worked hard on making it quiet because all of the distributors complained about the noise. I don't think this is noisy. It's called a comfort zone. Um, and they they tout it as being quiet. I don't know exactly what the zones are on it, but uh, I don't I don't consider it to being loud. I mean, it's running now. I don't know if you can hear it, and it's only it's two feet away from me. No, so, I can't hear it. Is, is yeah. it multiple speed Doug? It is multiple speed. This on low right now. Um, it has uh, low, high, medium, and high. Let me turn on high. And you can tell me if
2: you can hear it. I don't know.
3: That's the high speed right there. No. So, I th- I think it's a pretty good, pretty quiet unit. From certainly not like a box fan on the floor or something like that.
1: Any other questions, and then I'll talk about the beta test. Uh, I think Mo uh, just activated his mic. Wanted to talk for a second. Hey guys, can you hear me? Hey yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Good. All right, quick question. So I would assume it's a bigger fan. It would have a larger CFM, which would help with the distribution.
3: Yes, that's true.
1: Okay. Yeah, the CFM
3: on the VLS-12K I think is 65. I believe this one is 90.
1: There you go. Pretty big increase. Yeah. We have a few other people with hands up, Doug. You want to take questions?
3: Yes, sure. Uh, Yeah, I want to get this done and then talk about the beta test, and then I'll move
1: on to the next item. Yeah, Linda, your mic is hot. All right, I'm also gonna activate Ermin whose hand was up. Ermin, your mic is hot also. Yeah, Erman, same as before. Uh, looks like your mic's on, but we're not getting anything from you audio-wise. You might want to type your question in. And it looks like Linda and John, their mic dropped out too. So uh watch go ahead, Doug, and maybe they'll come back later.
3: Okay, so this is the way we're gonna do this. Um, we're going to um, ask whoever wants it, and like I said, we've got eight left right now. Uh, whoever wants this would have to email us at support at normie.org. And I su- suggest you put in the, the subject line beta, B-E-T-A, beta test. And uh, what we're going to do is we'll contact you tomorrow. These are ready to ship. Uh, Production department got these done this morning, boxed them up and said we could ship them. So um, send us an email at support at normie.org beta test. We'll reach out to you and contact you. And what we're gonna ask for is a credit card. We're gonna ask for a credit card. We're not gonna charge anything on it, but we're gonna ask for a credit card just to secure the unit. We're gonna ship the unit out to you. Once you've received the unit and we'll have a tracking number on it. So once you receive the unit, you will be allowed to keep it for three days and do whatever you wanna do with it for three days. You'll have to complete a survey at the end of the three days and I think it's gonna be about eight or nine questions. Uh, One of those questions is gonna be just what I said to you. What do you think it's worth? What do you think you can sell it for? That kind of thing. Uh, But we're gonna ask you about other things and so there'll be the survey. If you complete the survey at the end of the three days and you wanna keep the unit, Then once we determine what the price is, and you'll have a good feel because you'll be playing around with it yourself. But once you you determine what the price is, then you'll have an option of purchasing it at less than what distributor price would be. And I can't tell you what that number is yet because I know what our costs are to manufacture this. I just don't know what we feel like we can sell it for. And so, But I guarantee you, whatever that number is, it'll be less than distributor price, hopefully significantly less than distributor price, and then we'll charge your credit card. If you don't want it, if you say, no, this is not for me, I don't think I can sell it, I'm not interested, uh, we're going to ask you to ship it back uh, at your cost. We'll ship it to you, but you ship it back at our cost or your cost, and then we won't charge it. So the worst case you could be out, if you do this beta test, the worst case would be that you pay for the shipping, which I think is gonna be 12 bucks, 13 bucks maybe, shipping back to us, we'll ship it to you. If you decide you want to get it, then the only thing you'll pay for, if you, you take it and you complete the survey, is a discounted distributor price. So Lance, does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. There, there are a few more questions that came in. Several people were asking about the reliability of the fan and the warranty. Do you have any background on that?
3: Yes. Um, we're going to warranty this for 90 days, just like you would any other fan, but it's just a fan. I mean, these things have been around for a long, long time. Um, I, nobody asked me about replacing the DBI cell. Uh, we think you can get at least two or three years out of it. When the light goes out, then you need to replace it. Uh, the DBI cell. The reason we picked, one of the other reasons we picked this fan is not only is it deep enough for the for the uh, cell to go in it but it has four screws on the back of it. Just four. You pull the screws out and it comes apart. All the other fans we looked at are pressed together or glued together. There's no way you could get in there and fix anything and so this is going to be very easy to, to replace the the DBI cell. And we're, we're thinking it probably gave you about three years before you have to replace it. But that's the only replacement part.
1: Okay. I think that was all that I saw. Well, hang on. may have a few more coming in here. A lot of interest coming in on it. Uh, bunch of people wanting the unit. So I suggest uh, if you are interested, you send that email into support at normie.org about your interest and then we'll, we'll be reaching out to you. And we'll take it on
3: a first come first serve basis. You know, Lance, that was something we haven't, had to, we haven't said and I, I don't wanna say this in a bragging sort of way, but I can tell you Tim has told me and he's had calls like this a lot over the last week. How many units do you have? Mm-hmm. I will take all of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he, he said, no, no, we're not gonna do it that way. It's really the same with this. We could sell all of these to one person sight unseen but we want to go through this beta test first and make sure that that what we're feeling about this is the same thing that you professionals feel about it you know this technology you know how it works you know the value of it and uh you know so we want to we want to get your information and input before we do anything like actually selling
1: this to the public absolutely Would you want to, uh, from this point, transition into talking about inventory and purchases going forward?
3: Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, I'm gonna let Tim, I'm gonna bring Tim in and let him talk about that because that's really best living systems. Um, But um, yeah, I think this is a good point. Let me unshare my screen. Boom. And uh, let Tim come in and and talk about, Purchasing
1: going forward. One second, Tim. There was a question in the room about where to send the email. It's email to support at normie.org. That would be the best way to reach us. It goes into our help desk, and then we can assign the ticket from there. And then put in the
3: subject line beta test. I'm typing that in
1: the room. Okay. Sorry, Tim. Go ahead.
0: That's all right. Not a problem. Um, yeah a couple of things that we want to mention regarding uh, inventory going forward and Doug I'll uh, you know if you if you need to step in and, and correct me we've just kind of formulated some of this uh, today as, as we've met together to talk about it uh, as you all know uh, the demand is really really high on air purification products and uh, and that's not just from us that's from Everyone and so uh, so our vendors are slammed uh, where where we get the our units is is uh, they're behind uh, so we're talking sometimes weeks and maybe months uh, before we're going to be able to get some of these units in now what we're doing right now is we got a shipment in last week and we are working to get all the back orders out we had probably we had over 100 back orders for units and we are just about. Complete in getting those out. We should be able to get most of the rest of those out tomorrow on the standalone units. Uh, and so once we do that, we'll have a few units left. And that's what the thing that we've been talking about that Doug just mentioned a few minutes ago, I've already had several people call and say, I'll take whatever you have left. And we said, no, we're not working it that way. And so that's why we cut off uh, uh, selling those online in the distributor website right now. We did that a few days ago to keep someone from coming in and scooping up all the units so that you wouldn't have any to sell to your, to your end users. So currently, if you want to, if you have somebody that you know needs a unit and is looking to buy a unit, what you can do is set up your affiliate account, get your affiliate link, and then send your customer to the retail website. They will purchase it through your affiliate link. You will get a commission on that sale because we still have a few units left. That's what we're doing right now with the affiliate site. If you go to the distributor website right now, it's going to look very different uh, because what we've done is we've, we've lowered the, price to $50, but we've done that as basically as a deposit. We don't know what the price is going to look like in a month or two because as Doug talked about earlier, shipping has gone through the roof. Uh, If we need to get units sooner, we're going to have to pay a whole lot more for them, Uh, and so we really don't know what our pricing is going to look like. We've, We've held pricing down for years. In fact, since I've been working here six years ago, we've done very little changing to our prices. Uh, but they are going to be going up because of the the things that have happened and, quite frankly, just because the market has pushed it up even before uh, the events that have taken place in the last few weeks. So what we're going to do is essentially take pre-orders on the units that are going to be coming to us in May and again in June. And so what you will do is go to bestlivingsystems.com to your distributor website and sign in and you can purchase however many you want with the deposit of $50 per unit. Uh, and that $50 per unit will save your space. And, and we're going to take the orders as they come in. So when we, we're going to fill them as they come in. Let's put it that way. So if you order it today, you're going to be one of the first ones that's going to be ordered or going to be filled. You will be the first one filled. And so that $50 deposit will hold that unit for you and so when the units come in what we'll do then is send you an email if you've ordered units and we'll tell you here's what the cost of those units are and at that point you'll have a decision to make you can say all right i want to buy that unit because i can sell it uh or those units however many you wanted to order uh and then at that point you'll be charged the balance and we'll ship those units to you if you look at that price and say that's too much i can't i can't afford that or i can't i can't sell that uh, based on that price, uh, uh, then you can cancel that order. We'll refund your $50 back for the, however many units that you've ordered, uh, no harm, no foul. Uh, so that's what it looks like right now. When you go to the Best Living Systems distributor website, it's gonna say $50, but that's not the cost of the unit. That is simply a deposit, and there's a big note on there telling you what the, how this work is going to work, uh, so that you will see that you're paying a deposit, and that deposit holds your place for that unit. And uh, again, as, they, as we receive those units, we will fill the first orders first and, and, uh, and, and, and work through the, the list of those who have purchased units. The beauty of doing that is that tells us how many we need to order. That helps us understand what kind of inventory we need to get in. We have to get in early with our vendors to let them know how many units we want uh, so that we can tell them uh, what to ship to us uh, and, and so if, if you're holding out, then that means we're likely going to order fewer units. So if you if you know anticipate a, a, a need for these units, go ahead and place those orders with those deposits and, and you'll get yourself in line. Doug, was there anything I missed there that I needed to, to mention? I don't think so. Um, I just wanted to... Can you hear me okay? Yeah. I just wanted to give a three,
3: kind of three reasons for this um, that I think it really has something to do with coronavirus and what's going on in the marketplace. But there are a couple of things. You mentioned one of them, of course, we haven't raised prices in a really long time, even though some things have been raised on, uh, on us, but the three things that the biggest factors that are going on right now, if you're, if you guys are unaware of this, uh, you know that they've been talking tariffs in China for the last year and, um, the Chinese economy has been devastated in a lot of ways worse than ours um, because of what's been going on with this uh, virus. And so we have been looking at not only tariff increases, which have already gone into place, by the way, and look like they're going to get worse. We uh, we looked at a, either, a, I want to say, 12 to 20 percent increase from uh, one of our vendors, basically across the board of the products that we uh Reproduce are the products that we sell, which means if you think about a 15 or 20% increase, if you just pass that along, that's pretty significant, but then typically you would mark that up some. So that's a pretty significant increase. And then if you've been in touch with what's going on with the, um, uh, with the air freight, just last week on Monday, they announced that air freight had gone up 128% in one day. And so, uh, as I was talking with some of the uh, CEOs that I know in the in the industry, what we've been seeing is that this industry is now becoming very much like uh gas industry. It's so volatile. You know, when you go up to a gas pump, you don't know if it's gonna be that price tomorrow or if it's gonna be higher or if it's gonna be lower, who, who knows, because it's all based on the cost of crude. And so, unfortunately, it, there's just no no Nobody has a, a crystal ball that can say, oh, we know what this is going to cost, you know, three months from now, four months from now. And so uh, as much as it pains us to have to do this, it really is the only way that we can manage uh, continuing to be in business, obviously, to serve customers and give you the, the products and so forth that you need. Uh, Dan asks, is there a limit on the number of MCI 22K units I can put a deposit on? And the answer to that is no. We're in a position right now where we could order um, 1,000 units, 5,000 units, 10,000 units, and get them probably when, Tim, by the middle of June, maybe at the latest? Your mic is off, I think. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's what we're looking at probably for for that kind
3: of quantity. And if we air freighted them in, we could get them maybe earlier. So there's not a limit on what we can have. The manufacturing plants up again, running in in China, they're they're producing product. It's just they're very far behind. And everything that everyone had here already, nobody planned for this kind of demand. And so um, we're not putting limits. I know some companies are. Um, I'm familiar with that, and I know why they're doing it but we're not putting limits on it. If somebody wanted to buy two pallets of product and wanted to put deposits on it, we'll hold that deposit and we'll, uh, well, we're gonna process the deposit. But the point is, is that we'll we'll uh, do whatever it takes to get what we need uh, to fulfill to those orders.
0: And the question was asked, does this apply to all products The HVAC units? It does not apply to the HVAC units because right now, we still have access to those. Now understand there are still some logistical issues that that like right now we've got some HVAC units on back order. Uh, we still have to get those to us and our vendor is again, backed up behind on that. But they have HVAC units in stock that only sell through us. Those are our HVAC units. Uh, so, so no, that's not gonna be an issue. Now the pricing is going to change on those again because we've been hit with some price increases based on that. Uh, so, so that it's likely that those units will be more expensive, uh, but not a whole lot more. But again, the, the deposit does not apply to those. Those you can still purchase right now. But again, understand that there may be some delays in shipping and, and we try to do our best to let you know when that's going to be the case. You know, we always tell you to, to even under normal conditions to allow for five to seven business days for things to be shipped to you. Uh, and, and if it gets out beyond that, we, we do our best to try to, to uh, let you know that that's going to be longer. Uh, so, so it does not apply to the HVAC units at this point. It really is just the standalone units uh, and then uh, the, one of the green tech units that we also sell. Um, so that's it for the, for the deposits. You'll see that when you go to the website. Again, you're going to look at the price and see $50 and think, boy, I'm getting a great deal. But again, the note there says it's just a deposit. Uh, and as Doug said, buy as many as you want, because or put a deposit on as many as you want, because that helps us understand how many we need to order. Sorry to interrupt, but our sponsor would like a word with you.
3: Hey, this is Steve with Best Living Systems. Our CEO, Doug Hoffman, spent many years in the building industry and knows that many indoor air quality issues stem from improper building practices. To help avoid future problems, Doug has written a book entitled Mold-Free Construction, It details the methods he used to build his own home and is written in non-technical terms for easy readability. That's Mold-Free Construction by Doug Hoffman. And right now, BLS is offering a 10% discount exclusively to Normie podcast listeners. Just go to the bestlivingsystems.com store and enter podcast when you check out. That's bestlivingsystems.com and enter podcast.
1: I think we got most of the questions. I think we're going to get a lot of activity just from some of the private messages and uh, things that have been going on here while you've been talking. So if you guys are interested and want to get in line tonight, tomorrow would definitely be the time to uh, jump in on that. And, and oh, I can you know, yeah it's, it's,
3: yeah, it's important too, for us to remember, I know we've got a lot of, a lot of uh, members that are so stuck on the standalone units that they forget about the probes and uh, those are available. So uh, that's a great unit. To, uh, to sell and, and get an HVAC guy to install it. And they work super. So uh, don't forget about that. We also have some pure heats. And I know it's not, uh, that, it's not cold, but those are also air purifiers, you know. Uh, and so think about those, the silent ceilings. So there are options out there. Let's not get hung up on a single <laughs> unit and think that's our
1: only option. Hey, you know, Doug, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, my son has a pure heat in his room. And he does use it as uh, an additional heater at times throughout the winter. And he came in today, he goes, do you have any of the air purifiers I can have for my room? I said, you have one. Because what are you mm-hmm. talking about? He said, you have the heater in there. No, that's a heater. I said, press the bottom button. And a blue light came on. He goes, I didn't know that. You know, just what you're talking about. And uh, yeah, it's an air purifier, PCO um, air purifier.
3: Yeah, I think we only have maybe five or six of them in stock, maybe. Uh, Tim might tell
0: you for sure, but um, that's, you know, because cold season's over, but hey, it's an air purifier. It is. We keep one in the garage because we have a ping pong table in the garage. And so in the wintertime, i boys like to go out and play ping pong in the garage. But in the summertime, I put my shoes in front of it after I've done yard work because it's an air purifier. I don't turn the heat on, I just turn the air purifier on and put my shoes in front of it. So it's, yeah, it's it's an air purifier.
1: All right. Well, let's open it up to any more questions about anything that Doug or Tim have spoken of this evening. <clears throat> what is the name of the class for CEU credit tonight? Oh, I'll, what, do you, what do you think we should go with? Uh, I called
3: it. I just called it. I already typed in there. Uh, Normie updates. slash three one. That will work. How creative is that
2: <laughs>
1: special?
3: <laughs> you right. ready for me
1: to deal with the second step? That's right back to you. We got about 10 minutes to the top of the hour, but we can go longer if we need it. Yeah, I think
3: we might need to, but mm-hmm. I'll I'll try to hurry through this if I can. So I'm going to share my screen again. This is the second part of the email that you received. Um, the Normie Certified Sanitizing Professional. So let me say this about that before... Um, it's interesting because when we started working on this a couple of weeks ago, one of the re- questions we got, that, and he didn't know we were working on this, was what, am I, what can I do to get more business? Because not a lot of people are wanting me to be in their house doing mold assessments. Amen, brother, I got it. <laughs> so this is a brand new certification that we're putting together. Uh, we're about 80% of the way through with our class syllabus and the the, um, uh, protocol for a certificate of sanitization. And so this is a certified sanitizing professional. Will be a free training. We're gonna do it for free. It's about eight modules to support the NORMI Sanitization Protocol specifically designed for the microbial contamination reduction in the air and on surfaces. Uh, Right now, the tentative name for this uh, protocol, because it's not the standard Obviously, the standard normie sanitization protocol that you see in professional practices, it was one that was written specifically for microbial load reduction. So that's what we're calling it, microbial load reduction uh, protocol. And it's going to involve uh, pre-testing and post-testing. And it's going to involve uh, cleaning, uh, application of an antimicrobial, and application of a protectant and installation of air purification equipment. So it's a using uh, bacteria as a surrogate, just like we've talked about for mold, using bacteria as a surrogate, and all the information that we have that we know about viruses is gonna be in this class, uh, training folks on how to create a cleaner, healthier environment, so that a Certificate of Sanitization can be offered. This is the newest progr- uh, protocol being added to the Certificate of Sanitization, which is an insured document. Uh, for those who are interested in offering cleaner, healthier indoor environments in view of the current pandemic. So you may not be able to market yourself as a certified mold assessor, but maybe you can market yourself as a normie certified sanitizing professional, because this protocol that we're working on and we've gotten a bunch of people involved in it, I wanna say there's probably 16 or 18 people involved in this, including a couple of chemists, um, a whole bunch of people involved in writing this protocol, this protocol is going to be something that a lot of people are going to be looking for. So here's, here's the interesting thing. I was telling someone this morning about this. Um, Lance and I were on the phone with uh, uh, someone we were talking about utilizing their team for some things that we're doing. And I said, you know, we've been standing on the stump shouting microbial Uh, load reduction, we're not in those terms, but that we have the ability to sanitize environments and keep the stuff from coming back uh, on mold, bacteria, and viruses for years. The the equipment that we're using has been tested on coronavirus uh, and other viruses. The chemistries that we talk about have dealt with viruses and mold and bacteria, and we've been on a tree stump for years shouting this and all of a sudden people wanna take us to the prom. Uh, I think the point is, is that now people are realizing that what it is that we have to offer is exactly what they need in, in this situation. And so, um, the, the point, I guess, that I want to make about that is that we've gotten phone calls from doctors and hospitals that wouldn't even talk to us three or four or five months ago. Now, you know, all of a sudden we've got the answers and we know we do. And so this class, Certified Sanitizing Professional, is going to be ready within another, I think, few days. Maybe Monday, Friday or Monday, we're gonna be able to offer a first class. It's gonna be a live online training, uh, eight hour or eight modules. We're not gonna charge for the training. The training is going to be absolutely free. Once the training, you take the training, then we're gonna charge $50 for the certificate, which is nothing. Uh, you're gonna to have to take a proctored exam. And then once you take the proctored exam and pass it so that you can know all the information, then you can get a certificate as a normie certified uh, sanitizing professional and you can promote yourself that way and you'll have a protocol if you want to use it that will get you to the certificate of sanitization. I could talk about this a really long time um, and the I, I'll try not to but one of the things that I think we need to understand is that our protocols are um, are set up as guidelines for you to use that w- where we can say, we can stand behind a certificate of sanitization. You may wanna do more than the protocol that's there. Uh, you can't do less, but you may wanna do more. Um, it's gonna require sampling, uh, swab and and air. Swab will be bacteria-specific, non-spec- uh, non uh, uh, non-speciated, and air cells is gonna be um, basically into air quality contaminants. The point is, is that we feel really good about this. We think it's going to uh, change the, the game. For those of, of us who have been out there selling ourselves as IAQ professionals, that's a pretty easy transition. If I've been selling myself as just a mold assessor, it's going to be as, quite as easy a transition. But I think marketing this concept and marketing this idea of having a solution to clean the environment and keep it from coming back is, is the, the timing couldn't be ready. And so uh, I, I think that's all I'll say about that, Lance, unless there's something I need to say. But this is going to be ready very soon, and we wanted to let you know uh, that this is happening.
1: Well, all I know is since you started talking about this, the amount of emails that I've been receiving tonight uh, just in the last hour and text messages, <laughs> uh, I'm not doing them tonight. Just telling you now. <laughs> Man, they're going to wait. Uh, but there is also a question in the room, uh, just for clarification, the system is tested on coronavirus, but not COVID-19. Is that correct? We have to get away from that thinking.
3: Yeah, thank you, Lance. We do need to get away from that thinking. Don't even let the word COVID-19 come out of your mouth. And in our class, we're going to talk about SARS and cov 2 and we're going to talk about using bacteria and mold as surrogates for viruses. We're gonna talk about the differences, why viruses are so hard to deal with. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that there are certain sanitization techniques that they know will deal with any virus. And uh, that's, that's the important part. And so, yes, what we're gonna be talking about is uh, how to make the right kind of claims, how not to be stupid and say, yeah, we can clean the, clean the house of COVID-19 and guarantee that it will never come back. Um, you do that, you're off the radar, you're gonna have to watch your own insurance because you won't be covered. Um, so that's what this training is about. And Lance, I think uh, we've had so many discussions about this over the last week, I hardly know where to, to begin to tell them that this works, <laughs> but. Um, anyway, that, that's, and I, and I, I'll just tell you, it's the same thing that I've said to our training team. And I think most of them finally have come on board. Uh, you can either use it or not use it. We're not forcing you into anything. This is just something we know works and we're going to, we're going to offer it. It's going to be, it's insured. And, uh, our legal team thinks it's great. Do it. So we're
1: going to do it. You know, you just mentioned <laughs> the training, the training team and just want to point out that that's exactly where this is coming from. You know, It's not where Doug woke up and said, I have an idea. Let's do this. I mean, this is a a group of people that are working in this industry for years and years and years, and and this is how this package is coming together uh, with input from all of these players. Yeah.
3: Okay. So if you have any questions, send them to us, email them to us, and uh, Lance will answer them
1: tomorrow. (laughs) Thanks. No, no, no. These are the ones just coming to my email. Never mind the ones (laughs) going to support. That's a whole other thing. We got a team Uh, for that. So let me tell
3: you this exciting news, Um, and I I just have to, I'm not trying to brag about this, but I'll just tell you we were very instrumental in making this happen. You're gonna start seeing that the IICRC is now allowing online training and approved online training uh, for their WRT class and some of their other classes. This is really remarkable because if you know anything about the IICRC, Um, In some ways, they're still in the the 19th century, and they have resisted this idea of online training for a very, very long time. Uh, I went to the chairman of the board a week ago, Tuesday, and I pleaded with him to please consider this possibility. I showed him our SOP for our simulcast online training. I showed him what we do with live online training that's been approved by Florida. He took it to their board on an emergency board meeting last Wednesday night, and they rejected it. They said, we're not interested in doing any online training. We don't think we can manage it. We don't think we can control it. We're not exactly how sure how it works. So after several meetings with their uh, chair again, this last week and explaining to them and showing them that we can do this with special servers. We've got the admin people that can do it. Blah, 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 blah. It was finally approved the last minute on Friday afternoon. And he sent me an email. The chairman did and said, "We got it approved. We can now, you can now teach their class online." So let me tell you what we're doing with this. We've already got the logistics worked out and planned. We've made a, uh, we've made application to them uh, so that they'll approve us. They've not approved us yet, but I think he says that should be by tomorrow that it should be approved. Like I said, they're a little slow moving sometimes. But um, they're approving us to do this, and we're going to deliver it through our simulcast uh, webinar platform, which means we're going to bring the trainer into a studio, and he's going to teach it, and we're going to broadcast it live as a live online class. It's a three-day class, uh, so, you know, obviously you don't have anything to do for three days. You can be there. But the point is is that we're very excited about this Normie-sponsored IICRC WRT class that will be offered live online. Could be possibly as early as next week or maybe the following week. We're still working on some of the logistics, um, but Roger and Lance have worked really hard to make this thing work with multiple cameras and sounds, uh, making sure that everything is synced so it doesn't look like a Japanese Godzilla movie where the mouth doesn't match the, the, uh, Uh, the words, but anyway, it's been a gargantuan task, if I can use that example, but uh, I think we've got it down. And so we're excited about being able to offer that ICRC WRT class uh, very soon. And then if I have one more thing, unless there's some question there, and this will be very quick, But as you know, we've been working with Larry Cooper at The Experience, and uh, I'm going to be on a national broadcast interview this week on Thursday, I believe, to uh, talk about this CSP program, Certified Sanitizing uh, Professional. By the way, we've increased our Zoom room. We actually have 500 seats now, so we have no limits on how many people we can teach, and he wants to blow this up for all of his contacts through the experience. So I think we're going to have a a lot of people who want to take this class and get certified by Normie as a sanitizing professional, we've actually incorporated a lot of his information, uh, disclaimers that he's he's been in lawsuits over these kinds of things through the years. And uh, so he's got some great disclaimers that we're incorporating this. And like Lance said, this was not my brainstorm. Uh, I might've had the spark of an idea, but it's been a help of a lot of people putting this together to make this, I think it's going to be the the premier class. Uh, ISSA is excited about it. We've talked with some folks with them. Um, and so I think it's gonna be a big deal. And so I'm gonna suggest that you get on board. But anyway, the experience is gonna, they're enlarging our presence at the uh, Las Vegas show this year. Uh, so that may be something you wanna be involved in, but uh, uh, we're just excited about that relationship and, and the fact that we're gonna have a big uh, footprint when this whole thing is over. And I'm going to stop sharing my screen.
1: Uh, Lance, your, your mic is off. Huh. Clicked it twice. Hey, uh, I got a uh, message in here that somebody had sent in uh, a request because they didn't receive an email last week. Uh, I'm not sure if we sent one out last week or a text notification.
3: I think you didn't. Remember, we talked about that.
1: Right? Yeah. I and did uh, not go out. I think so, it scares uh, scared some folks. <laughs> yep. We're still here. Call us. We're here. Um, we have a lot of folks answering phones, so uh, there shouldn't be any reason why you can't call and get somebody live. And if they can't help you, they'll either get you to somebody or take a message and uh, get that to somebody that can call you back.
3: Can I, let me just say this about that, Lance, uh, because I'm just an old fogey. And I, you know, last year in our board meeting, we talked about this. So many people are relying on email and text and Facebook messaging, and we've forgotten how to pick up the phone and call. And our, our goal this last year, in fact, you, you added, I don't know how many people you added into our phone system, but we actually increased our, uh, phone capabilities so we could take more phone calls. I know a lot of people are backing away from that. They're saying, we don't want phone calls. We want emails. In fact, if you call um, the uh, Hillsborough County now where I used to do construction work, they don't even answer the phone anymore. It goes directly to voicemail, which goes to email, and they'll get back to you when they get around to it. That's not the way we work. The way we work is pick up the phone and call us There are people who can answer your calls and they'll call you back if they can't get to you at that moment. But uh, we have people who do this. Now I'm probably going to get myself in trouble for saying that. But I think we've done a really good job. uh, Delance has done a really good job of putting together a a very large team of people who answer the call, answer the phone.
1: Uh, I mean, I can tell you right now that besides all of our in-house personnel, um, And that's the group located in Arkansas. And then we have other people around the country with uh, remote access to all of these phone systems. We have an additional team of 16 people that are on all the time that can answer phones. And truthfully, if we need to scale up, we can increase that too. So it's not an issue where people shouldn't be able to get to somebody with a phone call.
3: Yeah, it's just a priority to me. Um, I don't, you know, Lance knows, I I don't like it when the phone rings and rings and rings and rings and rings and nobody answers and then finally they answer and it's, if you want this, dial six. If you want that, dial seven. If you want this, hold on another 20 minutes and you can push eight. I just hate that kind of stuff. And I want us to be able to be responsive uh, so that when people call, they can get their questions answered. That doesn't mean you're not going to be on hold for a little while, but uh, the point is... Yeah, it's like Dan said, so we don't have to talk to Lance anymore. Yeah,
1: that's right. (laughs) Dan who? Hey, you know, the other day uh, I had to get in touch with one of the companies that we deal with for support. And uh, I gave up trying to get them on the phone, so I finally went to the live chat. And I think I mentioned this last week. (laughs) I went into the live chat. Roger's laughing already. It says, thank you for joining the live chat. You are number 335th in line. For the next operator, please stand by. Three hundred and thirty-fifth in line on a chat, not even yes. phone. Yeah. So that this
3: isn't as bad as that, but I was telling Tim this morning, uh, Lance. And for those of you who don't know, we buy our compo- many of our components we buy from Korea, and that requires a wire transfer, and it's an international wire transfer. So before all this happened, we would actually we would have to physically, literally, go down to the bank and. Uh, have them fill out the paperwork and make the wire transfer. Um, and it was really quick. It would take maybe 15 or 20 minutes because the guy that did it, we do so much of that that he had it all pre-populated the website, blah, 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 got it done. So I went down there two weeks ago to get to have an international transfer done. And again, you got to do it before two o'clock. So it'll get there, you know? And uh, so I go down there at one o'clock and the bank is closed. <laughs> so, I, and it says the big sign says, our lobby's closed, you have to go through the uh, drive-thru. Well, of course, they're not going to do international wire transfer through, you know, through the drive-thru. So I get on the phone to the VP of the bank, somebody that, that I know personally, and I said, Jessie, what am I going to do? I need this wire transfer. She said, oh, well, uh, none of the banks are open. You'll have to do it online. And I said, okay. Tell me how to do it. Send me the link. So I run back to my office at uh, and get there like at 1.45, and I go online, and I fill out all the paperwork really quick. And, of course, you know, everything on this thing is in Korean. I mean, words you can't even pronounce. It's letter by letter to make sure that it's correct. I finally get it done. I send it in at 1.58, and I get it there at 2 o'clock. And I call Jesse and I said, I got it. It's in. And she said, okay, well, they'll call you when they're ready to process it. I said, what? And she said, oh, yeah, the way this works is they have to call you and then they'll process it. And I said, "Okay." so six o'clock that afternoon, I called her back and I said, I haven't gotten a phone call. And she said, yeah, I I don't know when they're going to call you. Next morning, I still hadn't got a phone call. Eleven o'clock, I hadn't got a phone call. I finally called and I said, look, I've got to know something. She said, let me find out. She calls me back and she says, well, you're 27th in line. They'll call you soon. <laughs> so what used to take 10, 15, 20 minutes,
1: now is two days. Hello. Well, point being that we are trying to talk to everybody as quickly as we can. I mean, I can tell you today, I was in six meetings, uh, Most, or not most, but some of them were with you, and you know you have to get out of these meetings to be able to call people. So you know I'll apologize for myself if I haven't gotten back to you today, but hopefully by tomorrow. And again, give us a call and uh, if I can't, hopefully somebody else will be able to help you with your question. So
3: Carlos said said, a few weeks ago, I tried calling ask a question about 14 CEU credits I need. No one ever got back to me. Is he talking about the state of Florida or is he talking about us didn't get back to him? I don't know. Well, let me just say this about that. If you're asking about the state of Florida, you can log into myfloridalicense.com where you should have an account. And you can check what credits have been issued uh, to you. That's that's something that they actually do. Um, if it's something that we need to do, then I would say give us another call. Absolutely. You hey,
2: Doug. I'll look them up and call them tomorrow. How's that?
3: Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Roger. That's Carlos Gomez. Got it. Got it. Thank you.
1: Yep. All right, everybody, we are way after the hour, which is fine. We had a, a lot of good conversation here tonight and a lot of people still in the room. Um, if we miss something, send it into support at normie.org. Give us a call tomorrow on our 877-251-2296 number. Somebody will answer and get you to the person you need or at least take a message and uh, get that to the person that needs to call you back. Other than that, that's all I got. How about you guys? Anything else, Doug? That's all I got. Thank you so
0: much, guys, for being here. I appreciate it. Hang in
1: there. It's going to get better. uh, Tim, you'll be working on uh, those price changes.
0: Done. Changed all the settings. So you can now go in and order the uh, put down your deposit for the uh, standalone units. And then also remember, there are still a few standalone units that are available that can be ordered through your affiliate. You know, if you send a customer to your affiliate uh, link, They can order those at retail prices. You will get commission on that retail sale.
1: I can see the emails now. Yeah, just (laughs) the comments are flying in. It's fine. It's good. All right, everybody. Thank you all for being here. Appreciate you taking the extra time with us. Uh, This is a longer session for us, but I think it was a good one. Uh, Remember that on Fridays, we are doing another short session, kind of a week wrap up. I will send out a notification on that. It'll probably be about 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern time. And I will put out the uh, room location for that. All right, everyone. Take care. Have a great week. And see you all next week. in Thanks, uh, training. If we don't see you Friday. Take care and be safe.
0: You've been listening to an abridged version of Normie Training, part of the Normie Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. To listen to the live version or become a member,
3: please visit normie.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter.
0: Thanks for listening. This podcast was produced by David Hoffman for Rosebud Productions.